0: The Dallas Stars are looking for a franchise record 8th straight win, but they'll have to do it against a very talented Vegas Golden Knights team. On today's show, I'll be joined by Tony Cordasco of Locked On Vegas Golden Knights to talk all about tonight's big matchup. A lot on the line for both of these teams. Going to be very exciting to cover, so you're going to want to tune in for this great conversation I got to have with Tony on a midweek edition of Locked On
1: Stars. (laughs)
0: every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are locked on the Dallas Stars. It is Wednesday, December 8th, uh, and a very fitting number for today's date because the Dallas Stars are looking to make history with their eighth consecutive win, which would be a new franchise record. So a lot of exciting things uh, building up for tonight's big game. This Vegas Golden Knights team has seemed to have found their footing uh, in this, you know, little bit past the quarter mark of the early season. They dealt a lot with COVID and injuries, uh, but they seem to be getting back on track now. And this is a much better team than the last two times that these two teams met. And obviously Vegas got the last laugh in that game. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this game Unfolds, and we're going to get to cover this game in just a second. But before we jump into today's episode, I got to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. I truly do appreciate every single one of you stopping by every weekday for all of your stars news and updates uh, and just analysis from, from myself. Uh, so I truly do appreciate every single one of you. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast if you do not do so already, whether that is on your favorite podcasting platform or on YouTube as well. It's absolutely free and helps me and the Locked On Podcast Network out a ton. So without any further hesitation, let's get into today's crossover episode between myself and Tony Cordasco of Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. Welcome in everybody. This is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm joined right now by Tony Cordasco of Locked On Vegas Golden Knights uh, here to talk a little bit about tonight's matchup between these two teams. Tony,
1: how are you today? Doing terrific. Going to be a good game coming up at the Fortress. And uh, I think uh, this is going to be one of those games, you know, like the Golden Knights have not beaten very many really good teams this year. And so this is a big test for VGK. And they just come off of a game in which uh, they defeated the Flames three to two. And in that game, I just felt that uh, they finally once and for all played well, played a full 60 minute game and then also they were able to do things defensively that we really haven't seen you know that much before they just they were very lax on defense and now they're getting more bodies back and yeah it should be should be a really good game
0: yeah i'm very excited for this matchup as well we know that these two teams met earlier this season uh in dallas with vegas coming out on top but before that these teams hadn't seen a whole lot of each other since uh, the playoffs in 2020 back in edmonton um, where obviously the Stars were in favor there. So it seems like there's a little bit of a, a back and forth aspect starting up with these teams, which always makes for entertaining hockey. Uh, So very, very excited to see how this game unfolds and excited to see how the Stars can defend their seven-game win streak on the road uh, against, like you said, a team that is kind of seeming to find its footing, Uh, like you said, coming off a really nice performance against a good Calgary Flames team. Uh, but I just want to take a moment to kind of start out this crossover um, to kind of throw some Vegas Golden Knights questions your way so I can give a little bit of insight to the Stars fans about what they should expect from this team uh, in their second go around. And, and I think the first one, just as a, a Stars fan and someone who covers the Stars, um, you know, there, there is a guy on on your roster that was on this Dallas Stars team not too long ago and uh, Matthias Janmark. And so I just kind of want to ask what what you've seen from him this season, obviously. Uh, he hasn't played every single game, and he's definitely not the center of attention on this team. Uh, but what have you seen from Janmark this season that you like and maybe some things uh, that he can improve on as well?
1: Well, the thing about Janmark is that he's not really had, you know, a line that he could call his own. And through all the injuries, it was just really mix and match. And I think Peter DeBoer really, I have to give him credit because he's done a really good job in getting this team to play together. And, you know, it's just... Uh, It's just been difficult with players coming and going. And then, you know, you have all of your stars who are out on this team. And uh, they finally got William Carlson back. So they had two lines. Now they could roll four lines. And I feel as though, you know, currently uh, with the Donoff and with uh, Nick Wah and Yanmark on that third line, I think they could do some things. And Peter DeBoer said the other day that he feels that this line now could create a lot of mismatches and they're going to be difficult to defend because everyone's going to focus right on the the top six. And so I think he's done some really good things. Uh, He's just been able to hang in there. He's had the bout with COVID and it's just been one of those seasons where you don't know who's going to show up, you know, for any given game because uh, everyone's been hurt. And then now you add COVID and we've had, I think like uh, seven different COVID cases here in Las Vegas, Uh, not all at one time, thankfully, but, it's just been a challenging year, not only for VGK, but for all the teams, I think, in the National Hockey League. But as far as I'm concerned, I think the best is yet to come now for Janmark on that third line, especially with the Donoff and with Nick Wall, who just did a tremendous job on the misfit line. The misfit line is the second line uh, for the Golden Knights and filled in for William Carlson more than admirably. He's done a really good job and he's done the dirty work and digging pucks out of the corners and just, you know, coming up with a lot of hustle plays too. So I think their best time will be ahead in this season, like as it will be for the rest of the team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And COVID still certainly an issue, Uh, you know, obviously last season, but even carrying over into this season, we've seen, uh, you know, Vegas have some run-ins with it, Ottawa. Um, And so, you know, obviously, you know, I, I think it's, you know, showing the toughness of this Vegas team to see now that they're kind of putting the pieces together and able to bounce back from some of that adversity. And there there's another guy that the stars did not get to see play, uh, you know, due to being off the list. I believe he had was on the COVID protocol list at the time, um, but a pretty big name for this Vegas team in Mark stone. Um, So obviously, like I said, stars fans did not get to see him play um, back in October when these teams met up in Dallas, but what's something um, that stars fans can expect to see from stone uh, in this upcoming game. Um, And how has he kind of fared this season being one of the bigger names on the team?
1: I think for a while, Mark Stone was very frustrated because he wasn't breaking through and he wants to score goals. And in fact, his only goal that he has since he's been back is an empty netter. And so, uh, but he did create a nice turnover uh, the other night in the game and the win against the Flames, uh, one in which he uh, created a turnover, got it ahead to Chandler Stevenson and then Max Pacioretty buried the puck and I think he's the he's the guy, the glue guy, he's the captain of the team and the guy that makes things happen when he's on the ice. But I got to tell you, Max Pacioretty has come back gangbusters for this VGK team. He really is playing well, uh, better hockey, I think, than I've ever seen him play. Uh, and he's definitely bolstered the power play, which was really bad for uh, the Golden Knights. But Mark Stone is a guy that you need out there because he's gritty. He's got the, le- the leadership, uh, leads that first line, captain of the team and all of that and uh as soon as he breaks through then it's going to be they're going to be a tough out
0: yeah absolutely this, this vegas team is is one that i think you know with covid and with the, the injuries and some of the setbacks that team that people uh, forget about as a contender in this league and certainly uh, in the pacific division where there's some other talented teams out there this season uh kind of the last question i have for you um and one you know that, that i feel like is a pretty obvious one with one of the bigger, uh, free agent moves in the offseason or, you know, changing locations, but how has the goalie situation played out for Vegas? And what have you seen, uh, between the pipes this season? And what have you liked with the departure of Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, in the soft season, obviously huge to, um, you know, move on from a Vesna trophy winner. So what have you seen, um, from the goalies this season for the Vegas Golden Knights and what have you liked about their performances?
1: Uh, the one thing that I've liked about Leonard is that he's just been, uh, pretty tough and gritty, you know, between the pipes. Uh, he's had some issues there. Like uh, he's not going to be the guy that gives up, like uh, you know, two goals a game. It's been more like three and four. And I noticed, you know, in the uh, the games where they lost, and uh, he. But he's also, you know, in his in his defense, he's also faced a number, and this is again was the defense's fault, uh, a number of of odd man rushes a number of breakaways and, you know, just pucks that he couldn't save because it was two on one. They had a three on one earlier this season that they fell victim to. And so, you know, for him, he's just been, I think he's been pretty steady in that you just can kind of tell when he's wearing down. I don't know, even though he's a big guy, even though he came in in great shape because he was training with MMA. I just don't know, you know, personally, how much he has in him, how long he can last, what his durability is like. That's just my own personal feeling. And then, you know, teams are shooting high on him, and they're doing it with a great deal of success going top shelf. It's one of the things I think we'll keep our, our eye on, you know. Uh, could be a, a weakness with him. And, you know, just being that everyday goalie now. And Laurent Persois, when he's played, he's done very well. Uh, he's got three wins, and Leonard has ten wins so far this season. And uh, Brassois, I think, has done a tremendous job uh, because they haven't been able to play him regularly. And now where they have this uh, big road swing where I think it's seven games in 11 days, I think VGK is going to have to use their goalies differently and and wisely uh, because you have a back-to-back coming up in New York as well uh, with the Devils and Rangers back-to-back nights. And yeah, there's going to be three out of four nights where they're playing games. And so you had better be able to use Laurent Bressois and also feel confident about the way that you're going to utilize him. And I think he's going to be an important factor in this upcoming stretch for VGK.
0: Yeah, certainly. So seems like uh, some challenging days ahead for this VGK team. Who, who do you think we'll see in the net for tonight's matchup uh, with all of that in mind?
1: Well, you know, we had Bressois in the first meeting against Dallas. And I might have to add, too, I don't know if you remember this, but that was a really bad travel day for the Golden Knights. They were supposed to arrive like late at night after the Colorado game, and they didn't arrive back there in Dallas till like 3.30 in the afternoon on the night of the game, and surprisingly, they came out. They didn't play, didn't look a lot, like as though they were really fatigued. They played really well. Brassois came up big, and, you know, he already has faced uh, Dallas before. So, you know, me personally, I might have put him in there, Uh, but now I think down this stretch, I think we're going to see Robin Leonard. I think – and I'm just curious, too, whether or not Leonard has a lot of say about when he wants to play or not, you know, because he is like a leader. And I know that Pete DeBoer just trusts him an awful lot. And if he's tired, you know, fatigued or what have you, I think he won't play. But, you know, we just had uh, Bressois Annette in the Arizona game. And then it was kind of a good tune-up for the big game against the Flames. And in that game uh, with the Flames, then we saw Leonard again. Leonard, I think, with a couple days rest. He'll probably be in that, I think, against uh, the, the Dallas Stars.
0: All right. Sounds good. So we hope it, it should be an interesting matchup either way with Leonard obviously getting more reps this season. Uh, but it'll be exciting to see how, you know, whoever's between the pipes for v, uh, this Vegan Golden Knights team uh, to see how they, they match up against this Dallas Stars top line, which I'm sure we'll touch on here in the next little bit uh, after we take a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through their use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients with low impacts on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned for the best feel and beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rose chip, and chai seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted here in the United States. The combo kits make for a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad that you did if you get a Primal Origin Oils combo kit. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to other companies that you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate. But amazingly, Built Bars are low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all of those holiday shoppers. Or, if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse, because you never know when you might need it. Do you like some of those marshmallow-filled treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Jumping back into today's crossover episode between Locked on Stars and Locked on Golden Knights, I'm Dane Lewis joined by Tony Tony Cordasco. Uh, And Tony, the floor is now yours. I'm here to answer all of your Dallas Stars related questions out of tonight's big matchup.
1: Tell us more, Dane, about the Central Division, and it's a logjam there for second place, and uh, it's just so competitive. What makes it so different this year than in previous years?
0: Yeah, it is, like you said, absolutely a logjam right now, and the Dallas Stars haven't really found themselves a part of that up until recently, until this win streak. Uh, They started out the season really cold offensively and didn't find a whole lot of success, despite a pretty high volume of shots, especially from some of their top guys, Rupe Hintz, Jason Robertson, and Joe Pavelski. Uh, but I mean, I think it's just the amount of offensive talent around the division. Uh, I mean, you look at a team like Minnesota, that has now established themselves as the clear number one in this division. Um, but even a team like Colorado, that kind of fell uh, on their faces out the gate, um, they've seemed to have figured things out. Um, You know, with guys like Kale McCarr, obviously we knew he was going to be a great player this season. But even some of the defensemen on these Central Division teams can generate a lot of offense. And so I, I think it's just hard for teams in general to game plan for those kind of matchups when you, you know, you have to game plan for teams that can hurt you offensively with their forwards, um, but also with the defensemen as well, because then you just have to account for more guys that can shoot the puck or pass the puck um, and make really good plays. So it's, you know, I think a lot of people predicted a competitive division this season in the Central. And so far, it's lived up to that um, with just about every team, you know, in reach of that first place spot outside of Arizona and Chicago. But even Chicago has seemed to have found their footing just a little But They do have quite a ways to go. Uh, but Nashville, Dallas, Winnipeg, St. Louis, Minnesota, uh, Colorado, all those teams, you know, could very well be fighting for that first place spot, you know, even into the spring months.
1: What has been the best win? for Dallas this season because for VGK come off of their best win I believe of the season they beat the wild earlier this season but weren't the wild as we see them now
0: yes yeah that's a great question I think this is an answer that's obviously changed throughout the season but I think as of most recently that would have to be Dallas's win over Edmonton uh, back on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving the the Oilers came into that game uh, Connor McDavid had you know recorded at least one point um, in every game that season, I think it was a seventeen game point streak. Uh, and Dallas snapped that in that game. They played fantastic defensively. I think uh, I think Drysaddle was the only guy to record a goal in that game for for Edmonton kind of on a breakaway. Um, but other than that, the defense, you know, really held their ground. And offensively, the stars, you know, put up four points against uh, the Oilers that night., um, and I think that was a game going into that a lot of people thought Dallas didn't really stand a chance. Because, obviously, Edmonton is off to a great start this season. Obviously, with guys like Drysaddle and McDavid, um, you know, difficult guys to game plan for. Obviously, both of those guys, uh, you know, MVP caliber players. Uh, But, I, I, you know, Dallas coming away with that win at home. And that's, you know, one of the games that's been included on this win streak. Um, And it was a nice response after they got blown out in Minnesota uh, just a few nights before um, and, and, you know, after. know, some solid wins at home then. I think a lot of people thought the Stars might be falling back into some of their old habits that had haunted them earlier in the season. So I think that win uh, against Edmonton earlier this season is probably the best one for the Stars so far, Um, though they have had some nice ones um, against Columbus and Carolina uh, more recently. But I don't think they were as meaningful as that uh, Edmonton game.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you were talking about the defensemen. And for VGK, the defensemen now are starting to play more of the defensive side you know, of the game because they were pinching a lot. And through Q1, VGK was among the top teams with the defensemen scoring goals. And so right now, I think that they have found more of a rhythm as they get everyone back in in order and into the lineup again. They're now starting to play more defense, you know, than offense. If it comes to them, that's fine. Shea Theodore had an assist the other night, but outside of that, they're not going to be scoring goals. I don't think so. I'm really looking forward to a very tight checking game. And I wanted to ask you about Rupe Hints. So he goes 0 for 11 without a goal the first 11 games of the season. And now he has a goal in each of the last 11 games. So tell us about him and what has made him so successful of late.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Rupe Hintz necessarily changed m- much that he was doing earlier on in the season. Um, and Rick Bonus, the coach of the Stars, acknowledged this several times in many press conferences throughout this season. Uh, it was just kind of a situation where he was you know, getting good looks at the net um, and j- was just running into a hot goalie or the defense was doing really well with their you know, poking the puck away or checking him before he gets to the goal. Uh, and, but yeah, that game against Nashville, I think it was November 10th, uh, you know, he finally broke the seal. Um, and now I think that his confidence has boosted forward. So he's continuing to get good looks at the net. And obviously with line mates like Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski, um, you know, Pavelski, a veteran in this league, that's very sappy in the way that he plays. Um, And Robertson, a Calder candidate from last season. Uh, I think just his confidence has now risen that he broke ever since he broke that scoring seal uh, about a month ago. And like you said, he's absolutely on a tear now. Uh, went from, you know, not having a goal through the first 11 games to now he leads the team in goals. Uh, you know, with 11 and, and recorded the hat trick against Carolina last week. And so he's really started, you know, he's found his footing uh, here in these recent games and is, you know, a huge credit to why this Dallas Stars team is on the win streak that they're currently on.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I think we're going to have an overtime game. I have to predict this because it's been 16 games since the Golden Knights have played an OT period, which is crazy. October the 29th, I think, in the Anaheim shootout game was the last time they played. And that's un- unheard of, right? In the National Hockey League
0: yeah absolutely and, and now that you mention it i couldn't tell you i think dallas's last overtime game was against i believe it was i think it was calgary uh they went on a road trip through kind of western canada back um early november where they went to winnipeg calgary and vancouver and they won that game in calgary jamie ben scored the overtime goal uh, and it's been a while and, and i think before that their last overtime game was against vegas uh whenever they played here in dallas um when you know dallas had a 2-1 lead that they surrendered in the the you know, the dying seconds of the third and then obviously lost in overtime. So they haven't had too many overtime games this season, which is probably good because last season, uh, if you know anything about the stars last season, overtime was not their friend.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. how are they managing? How are, how are they? How is Rick Bonus uh, How is he managing the goaltenders there in Dallas?
0: Yeah, funny, funny that you mentioned that because it, it's already kind of a crowded goalie room, and now it seems that it's about to get even more crowded because Ben Bishop has now is now about to get his first action of the season uh, on Thursday at the AHL level. Uh, but at the NHL level, we have three guys that have you know seen time this season. Braden Holtby got the start um, on you know opening night um, and played the first several games as the starter. Anton Hudobin would step in every now and then, um, and Hudobin hasn't really done too much this season. He's looked. Uh, kind of like a shell of himself. Um, And now there's rumors circulating that he might get traded, uh, which wouldn't surprise me based on the performance of the other two goalies. Uh, Holtzby started the season really solid, kind of fell off a little bit. And then they brought up Jake Ottinger from the AHL, who played a little bit last season uh, just due to COVID and injuries and and shorthandedness in general on the team. But Ottinger and Holtzby have definitely um, kind of proven themselves as the two guys that Dallas is going to lean on this season. Uh, I believe Ottinger is 5-0 in his five starts this season. Um, and Holtzby, you know, again, has found, uh, you know, some of the magic again that he had back when he was playing with Washington. Uh, I think there was a lot of confusion surrounding, you know, the signing um, of Dallas picking him up this offseason because obviously last season, whenever he was with the Canucks, he didn't play very well. Uh, but he seems he seems to be doing very well. And I think it's nice, you know, at least for him that he knows that, you know, if he's having an off night or if he's hurt, they have a guy and Jake Ottinger that can step in and play just as well, if not even a little bit better.
1: I think one of the keys in the game too is going to be. I know Dallas now is on a run of scoring the first goal in the past seven games, and for VGK, Peter Dubois has been imploring this team to get out to a quick lead. Do you think that that will be a key factor in the game?
0: Oh, absolutely! And not only are the Dallas Stars scoring first in the game, um, up until their most recent game, which they played uh, on Monday against Arizona, they'd been scoring within the first. That Arizona two minutes
1: team's garbage. I mean,
0: sorry, but they're really bad. <laughs> You're you're not wrong. Uh thankfully the stars are two and zero against them this season, but those have been some of their more competitive games. Uh but surprisingly, after, you know, a three, four game stretch of scoring in the first two minutes, it took them about eleven minutes to score against that Arizona team. Um, but you know, I, I think that's been a huge, you know contributor and you know factor of success for the stars team on this streak is establishing that momentum early because you play the game different uh when you take those early leads i mean i think just as you know a fan of hockey or just a spectator uh you know that changes you know how the coaches coach the game and how the players play the game because it's, you know you don't see it very often that teams get jump out to those early leads and you know kind of take you by surprise with an ambush so i think that's going to be a huge factor um you know if vegas is able to shut down the dallas offense early uh it's going to challenge rick bonus and his players on how you know, they, they want to carry this game out because they've kind of found the recipe for success over this win streak. Um, But obviously Vegas, a very capable team that can uh, look to shut that down and make things interesting in this matchup. Today's episode is also brought to you by bet online. Bet online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march towards the playoffs, bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And jumping back into the closing segment of today's crossover episode between Locked On Stars and Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, Dane Lewis joined by Tony Cordasco. Uh, And Tony, just some final thoughts on this game. What do you expect to see tonight um, as far as just the physicality level of this game? Because I think, uh, you know, as we talked about kind of at the top of the show, these teams have a little bit of history with the Edmonton bubble in the playoffs and, um, you know, obviously haven't seen too much of each other as of recent. Uh, But what do you expect tonight as far as physicality and aggression goes, because I, I, I predict that this Vegas team is going to come out um, set to play probably their best game of the season, because I'm sure they would love to, you know, break this streak that Dallas is on. Well,
1: it will be interesting to see if VGK can string back-to-back wins against two now of the better teams, you know, in the National Hockey League. Uh, the VGK uh, team had not beaten any anyone really good, you know, up until it was the Wild earlier this season, and then they just come off of that big win over... Uh, the Flames and what impressed me most in that game again was defensively, you know, and just what they did. And I mean, Edmonton and Anaheim were just roaming freely through the neutral zone, and VGK just did nothing at all to stop them. And if you're looking for a physical game, I think that VGK has lost a lot of its physical edge. You might see a big hip check by Brady McNabb once in a while. You might see Keegan Colasar drop the gloves without Ryan Reeves, this isn't the same kind of they are not the same mentality that they used to have. And so and then they're also and I think this is a big stat. VGK has just been getting the snot kicked out of them with hits. They've been they've been out hit in just about every game. And uh, a few games ago, I think it was like uh, the St. Louis game was like 16 to five. They have five hits in a game and you're just not oh my. you're not going to win games like that. Right. You talk about physicality. It's been more finesse and too finesse, I think, for my liking. And so I don't know if it's going to be a physical game as much as, it will, as much as it will be a tactical game. I really think it's going to be a game that, again, will be tight checking. Whoever wins the four check, obviously, I think could, could win the game. And then, um, of course, scoring first. I think if Dallas scores first, I think the Golden Knights could be in a bit of trouble. I do, because Dallas is a team that doesn't quite relinquish the lead. So I, I'm looking for a low-scoring affair. Uh, And maybe that OT game, maybe we'll get that OT game, but you know, (laughs) 3-2, 2-1, somewhere in that vicinity and the Golden Knights could score, they can score a lot, pardon me, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be scoring a ton in this game.
0: Yeah, it certainly would not surprise me at all to see a a close contest in tonight's matchup. The Dallas Stars, obviously, um, historically are a pretty defensive minded team. The offense has been hot as of late. Um, but, yeah, certainly just with the game like this, like you said, uh, a lot of tight checking, the fourth check going to play a huge role. Dallas also has been very good in the faceoff circle this season. Uh, and, you know, they win a lot of games where they win the faceoff percentage. And they uh, a lot of times when they lose, you can look to the faceoff percentage and see that, you know, they're not clearing their zone well or they're not maintaining possessions in the offensive zone very well. Uh, so I'm very excited to see how this matchup unfolds. Um, I'll, I'll be right there with you with that three to two prediction. Uh, my listeners know that it's hard for me to bet against the stars on this win streak, um, but obviously, um, so like I said. So you've been betting on mean, it during
1: the streak, yeah? Uh,
0: not not actually, uh, uh, you know, betting Not real myself, dollars. yeah betting yeah, on yeah, them to, as far as predictions, mind, yeah.
1: <laughs> mind bets, mind bets. We call that in Las Vegas, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, and who do you think would have a winning goal in a game like this?
0: Ooh, I, I think it would have to be Rupe Hintz. I, I mean, he's just been the leader uh, of this team right now offensively with scoring. Um, if not him, maybe one of his line mates. But I just think, uh, you know, if I could write the perfect storybook ending of this game, if someone's going to get the game winner, uh, it would just be so fitting for Rupe to do it because he, like you said earlier, he's just been on fire so far. Uh, and I hope he has a huge game because, you know, this is kind of the first time that this Stars team is going away from home on this win streak uh, outside of a matchup with the uh, aforementioned terrible Arizona Coyotes. Uh, a few days after Thanksgiving. This is kind of their first real road test of this win streak. And so I'm very curious to see how the team as a whole uh, comes out because the Stars have a tendency to come out flat in games kind of like this, you know, where the moment's really big. Um, So hopefully, you know, Coach Bonus has the guys ready. Um, There's a lot of veterans on this team, one of the oldest rosters in the NHL as of right now. Um, So I imagine that they'll come out ready, you know, to take care of business and at least playing a competitive game, and if it goes to overtime or comes down to the wire, I think these guys will be prepared, and it it should be really exciting.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to go with Evgeny Dodonov uh, to be the goal scorer. He did it in Dallas, you know, in the first meeting, but he's such a streaky guy. We're coming to find out even more that once he gets that first goal, he just gets in a groove, and again, I think one of the key factors will be how that third line plays. And If uh, Dallas can neutralize the top two lines, the top six for VGK, then I think, uh, we'll see if it does come down to some sort of a mismatch with those third lines um and i I just think again I think it's going to be a really good game i think it's a big game i think it's a big game uh big momentum boost moving forward because um, after that game then we've got the golden Knights entertaining uh coming up like the wild will be here and it's going to be pretty interesting here before they hit the road for for that you know the, that big tour on the east coast with boston and the new york team so uh yeah it's a pretty big game i think for vgk it's a big game for them to see what their durability is will bill carlson get you know more minutes mark stone it's taken him a while to work his way just back to where he's 100 percent and then max bacioretti just been on fire too you know since he came back just curious to see how all these pieces fit and if that chemistry sticks
0: Yeah, certainly. Seems like about as high stakes as a regular season in December can get uh, because, you know, obviously a lot on the line for this Vegas team about to hit the road uh, and Dallas looking to, you know, set a new franchise record for consecutive wins. They've been at seven before, uh, I think, five times most recently in the 2019-2020 season. uh, But they've never won eight in a row before in franchise history. So uh, should be very entertaining. Both these teams, a lot to play for. Uh, and it's it's going to be exciting, and I can't wait uh, to
1: see how Dallas
0: starts out this three game road trip.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot. There's a miserable team in Philadelphia coming here right after the game, before the <laughs> Minnesota game. Another miserable team.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that can be a you know if Vegas happens to drop this game, a good tune up game. Uh, Dallas found some favor getting a, a nice tune up game from the Flyers a few weeks ago.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. It's uh, it's exciting. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, Dane.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Glad we got to do this. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a breakdown of tonight's game, as well as a preview of Dallas's Thursday night matchup with the Los Angeles Kings. Got a huge back-to-back over these next few days, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this Stars team comes out to compete. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on your favorite podcasting platform or on YouTube as well. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. that's at D-A-N-E-2-L-E-W-I-S. underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars, so be sure to give us a follow there as well. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Have a great day, Stars fans, and we will see you back here tomorrow.